The gospel reading for this morning comes from Matthew's gospel, beginning in the 14th chapter, at the 13th verse. The master wrote, Matthew wrote these things. When Jesus got the news, he slipped away by boat to an out-of-the-way place by himself, but unsuccessfully. Someone saw him and the word got around, and soon a lot of people from the nearby villages walked around the lake to where he was. And when he saw them coming, he was overcome with pity, and he healed their sick. And toward evening, the disciples approached him, hey, we're out in the country, and it's getting late. Dismiss the people so they can go to the villages and get some supper. But Jesus said, there's no need to dismiss them. You give them something. All we have are five loaves of bread and two fish, they said. Jesus said, bring them here. Then he had the people sit on the grass. Then he took the five loaves and two fish, lifted his face to heaven in prayer, blessed, broke, and gave the bread to the disciples. And the disciples then gave the food to the congregation. And they all ate their fill. And they gathered 12 baskets of leftovers. And about 5,000 were fed. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Give the food away. So they told the 
deputy, you know, but tell your co-workers and other emergency people you see that we'll have free BLTs and coffee for anybody who wants to drop by. And soon firemen, policemen, linemen, other workers were filing into our place. And when the couple heard that another restaurant was scalping people by charging $10 for two eggs, toast, and bacon, they placed a sign in their window, free BLTs, free coffee, families, travelers, and street people all were welcome. And then you know what? Something began to happen. People started to clean counters and sweep floors, and volunteers took over dishwashing from Jackie and helped Rob at the grill. And hearing about what was going on at our place from the local radio station, people from a neighboring town that had not been too badly hit by the storm brought food from their freezers. And stores and dairies sent over chicken, milk, food of all kinds. And so the long day went. Those first cups of coffee and BLTs somehow stretched to 16,000 meals. And the restaurant's small stock increased by 500 loaves of bread, cases of mayonnaise, 350 pots of coffee, and bushels of produce. Now, you know, the disciples' reaction to the crowd was one of anxiety. And Henry Ward Beecher wrote, and I quote, Every tomorrow has two handles. We can take hold of it with the handle of anxiety or with the handle of faith. And Jesus approached the need of the crowd with the handle of faith. And once Jesus started to act confidently, telling the disciples to start handing out the five loaves and two fish, the disciples, and it seems everyone else, caught the spirit and started to pitch in to help one another. Now you need to know that Jesus had just received the news that John the Baptist had been executed by King Herod. And sadly at the death of his cousin, Jesus set off with his disciples to find some quiet. A place where he could be relatively alone with his grief. But you know, Jesus was pretty popular by now. A large group of people, they followed him wherever he went. So instead of peace and quiet, Jesus is confronted by ever more people who need healing. And you know, time and again in Scripture, Jesus cannot observe human suffering and do nothing. He helps, he heals, because he feels such great compassion for the people. He spent time with them, and then the disciples pushed in to say, you know, you need to send these folks home now so that they can get something to eat. Send them away so they can get what they need. I ask you today, doesn't that sound a bit familiar? Because we want to send them anywhere but here. Because, well, we've got all the problems, really, that we can handle. We sure don't need any more. So send them away, Jesus. Just send them away. But Jesus says, no. You give them something to eat. You take care of them. See to their needs. And in spite of the protests that they just don't have enough to do that, Jesus takes what they have, a lunch donated by a young boy who was willing to share it. And Jesus blessed it, broke it, and gave it back to the disciples, and who would have thought, it's enough. 
fact, it was more than enough. You know, perhaps even more astounding than Jesus' feeding of the crowds with a few pieces of bread and fish is the notion that in doing this, Jesus transforms that crowd into a community. A community united in their need for one another, in the bread that they share, in the love of Christ, which brought them all together in the first place. And I tell you, Jesus empowers each and every one of us to get busy with our own efforts of creating just such a community. We need to figure out ever more ways to include everyone. We need to figure out ever more ways to welcome the rejected and the forgotten to our tables. And when we give from the little that we have, joyfully and gratefully for the sake of others, when we welcome one another as we would welcome Jesus, we will find that there is always enough daily bread. You know, the important part of this, I think, is that everyone gets fed. Everyone gets fed. But I also think how makes a huge difference. Multiplying loaves, that suggests a change in quantity. But dividing what already exists implies a change of quality. Jesus makes do with what is at hand. Blessed and broken, touched by the power of God, it is these specific loaves which are now able to feed the multitude. You see, in breaking the bread, Jesus brings out, as no one else could, possibilities and capabilities hidden in what is already there. And of course he does that with us as well. He breaks us open. So we have the capacity to be, to do far more than we otherwise could. He transforms us, you see, by making us more fully ourselves. So you need to know we have all that we need. And when the disciples approached Jesus with a problem, Jesus resolved it with the resources that they had at hand. Daily bread. And when you really think about it, I think the really cool part of this is that there were 12 baskets of leftovers. And you can read about what millions of people think that means. But I think it means this. I think it means that each of the disciples could have taken the basket home for use in their own ministries. And my prayer is that God continues to bless you as you 